Why, hello, everybody. Hello. And Chad. And Kevin. Hi. <laughs> what day is it? Monday? It's Monday. We're back at it. It's National Championship Monday. Does anybody really care who's playing in the National Championship right now? Nobody north of the Mason. Can you say the Mason Dixon line still? Why not? Is there, is, there is there something bad about the is Mason Dixon line? Yeah, it's a Dixon. Everybody in the South will tell you that there's a Mason Dixon line. Yeah. I mean, it's just a figmental, what, what, uh, a fake line, right? Figment? Figment of, of our imagination. imagination. Um, that divided the North and South. I mean, it still exists, right? Like the, the line itself is its words. There's a guy named Mason that has a line. Mason Crosby. Well, if Mason Crosby was in the national championship, I would care. Anyway, you are watching and listening to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Candid, Candid, Chad Candid. is going to be very distracted the entire time because, no, let's I'm face not. it, folks, he doesn't care about you. He only cares about his fantasy football team that's going into the playoffs. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, you know what? You're the only person I know that does this with like a group of friends. I know a couple people that do it with like FanDuel, but you know, you, you pick a fantasy football team off of the teams that are left in the playoffs. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, kind of it's it's kind of fun. It's like a running total. I mean, if you're a fantasy person, I mean, that's pretty fun. You get you get you draft two quarterbacks, four running backs, four wide receivers, two tight ends, two kickers. We have seven people in the draft. That means all oh, the all the QBs and kickers are accounted for. Yada yada yada. Dang. And you just take a running total through the. I mean, you get to you set a normal lineup, but um, once your team is eliminated, or once those t- players are eliminated, they don't accumulate any more points for you. So it's just yeah, it's kind um, of fun. There's a lot of strategy to it. We already have some Princess Bride and maybe some. Monty Python quotes going on. That's kind of that's kind of crazy, and I kind of like that. <coughs> Who do we have I here mean, on the live le- stream? Legitimately, if you are a fan are you, of you, quoting, are movies, you okay over there? No. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, things are things are coming loose. I'm getting all hot. I'm getting bothered. Um, if you're a fan of this podcast and you're listening to this podcast a week from now, maybe two weeks from now, maybe four weeks from now, and you want to know what we're talking about when we're talking about our our live listeners and how there's comments going on here and they're having fun with each other. So what's crazy is we all have fun with you. You know, we get to interact with you on on Twitter, on Instagram, and so forth. But what's really fun for all of our live listeners is you guys get to interact with each other right then and there, right during this podcast. They have a great time. Um, they say a lot of inappropriate things, which is awesome. They give us ideas to talk about. They make us laugh. So if that interests you, go over to CandidAthleticTraining.com. Get yourself a membership. Look at the different levels of memberships. And guess what? They're still freaking on sale. I don't know when they're not going to be on sale anymore, but they're still on sale. Somehow, somebody didn't change anything this entire time. Now, if... um, Sorry, Dustin, but we'll get you the link. Um, What <laughs> you need to do, go over to CandidAthleticTraining.com, just like Dustin did recently and became a Today, he- Candid Mania member. And today, he by did. doing that, he got it. He's going to get his live link, and we'll talk more and more. But um, CanadaAthleticTraining.com to get your membership. It's the best part of the show is seeing the people come on here and just chat, and we, it, they distract us. So our show has gone way downhill since we have all these fans. <laughs> we got way worse at this. I can't multitask like I used to, or something. 
I can't. I'm trying to f- pull up the comments right now. I can't even figure out how to pull up the com- the comments. You don't need the comments. <clears throat> no, it's probably better if I don't. I'm sure there's lots of inappropriate stuff on there. <clears throat> but the interaction is the best part of this because this athletic training community all believes uh, in each other, usually, hopefully. Um, that's what we're going for. Um, like Kevin said, get yourself a membership. You know what? While Kevin's frantically trying to get our newest member on this live stream, I'm going to let you know about our newest sponsor, the folks at Healthy Roster. After a one-week hiatus, they're back. They are the official sponsor of the show. We had a hard negotiating strike. It was a one-week strike. Dan said, you know what? We need more people to notice us. So I'm just kidding. They were great. It was just the holiday thing. Uh, But Healthy Roster is the official sponsor of the Canada Athletic Training Podcast. We owe them so much. So, 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 so much. So please, if you are listening to this on the audio form, I know all our live stream members love um, Healthy Roster. If you're listening to this, if you're new to the show, please go check out Healthy Roster. Inquire about the best EMR that you can find because they are the best EMR that you can find. So healthyroster.com. And just tell them thank you for supporting athletic training everywhere, supporting the show. Um, That's what it's about. So hopefully we'll have a new member, a new live stream member jumping on real quick. We hope. We really, really hope. So um, I don't know if anybody knows, but there's a real big box of Sour Patch Kids here. Huge. Huge box of Sour Patch Kids. Michelangelo's enjoying the crap out of them, too. There it is. But also on that Canada Athletic Training, you can get cool stuff like this hat. You can get it, that shirt. You can get this mug and this sweatshirt. Um, and this and a lot more, man. A lot more. So head over there, not only for your membership. When you get your membership, you also get a discount towards the store. Um, Dustin, we're going to get you on there quick. Hold on. <laughs> Kevin's efforting. Efforting. You should have. He's not listening, so he doesn't know this. But um, what else? Oh, there was a huge, 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 huge week of talking about this most candid athletic training topic possible. It's not – I didn't come up with it. I can't take any credit. I believe it is Dustin. Um Who's going to be on the show? Maybe we should wait for him, but we're going to talk about what he wanted to talk about. It's incredible. I just sent it apparently to the right email. All right. Once he gets on here, I'm going to blast him because the email he gave us on the website, he <sighs> apparently didn't want to use. <sighs> Jesus Christ, how about, people. How about the national championship game? National championship So game. is there a score? Right. Can you see that far? I yeah. can't see that far. It's commercial. So national championships. Gotta get back to the live streamers. One person <laughs> did do this. What's that? Um, we actually got an FMK, and I think it had something to do with national championships. Yeah, there we go. College football national championships, Super Bowl Olympics. Why not? We're what gonna, is that? We're gonna f and do it, Dylan. Gonna, is that what our FMK is? That's what our FMK is. What is it? I want to write it down. Nash, college national championship. College national natties. Yep. Yep. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Olympics. Oh my God, that's so tough. Uh, oh, Dylan, I do know. Uh, he just said, it. I might understand this, but in professional sports, we see a lot more than our athletes' freaking toes. And that's so true. I hope, you know, other people don't have to see as much as 
in the pro sports because sometimes that's just some things you just can't unsee. Um, particularly, you know, you always got one person on a team that's like got to do something so absolutely outrageous and, you know, try to make the athletic trainer very uncomfortable. Did you ever have an ath- an athlete in your college days that you can remember that purposely was trying to make you uncomfortable? You ever had that? Yes. Yeah? I, can I, you can you give me day. an example? Like purposely, what were they doing? Trying to get you to say what that's what she said? Uh, yeah. Uh, that's not making you feel uncomfortable. That's yeah, making you feel at home. The, in the sweet spot. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, you, that's you to a T. Um... Trying to make me uncomfortable, like, how do you mean? So I had, I had legitimately, maybe like my first day in professional sports, a athlete come in and say, and literally take off his pants down to down to his birthday suit, mm-hmm. pull up his manhood, and be like, "Hey, Kev, can you take a look at this real quick?" And like, was within maybe like three feet from me. I'm hoping that didn't happen in the college athletic training room. You're silent. You know, I had to, I had to look at my fair share of junk. Sure, stuff happens. No, 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 no. It's not about having to do it. This guy had nothing going on. He was just trying to get a rise out of me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it would happen. I mean, yeah. I, I, I probably not to that level. Anybody do a little Ace Ventura, <laughs> bend over, and start doing some butt cheeks? Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just random stuff like that. I can think of a handful of people. A handful of my baseball always try, players. Always trying to make you uncomfortable, huh? Oh, why is it always baseball players? Why are baseball Well, my players women's like soccer players, um, not as much. So. They just try to make you feel uncomfortable in other ways? Yeah. Like back in your single days, like, Chad, why are you still single? <laughs> <sighs> yep. Yep. Uh, no. You remember those days? You remember your single days? I mean, I hope your wife's not listening right now, but do you remember your single days? I do. I, re- I remember your single <clears throat> days. We me. talk about my sing. We why do we talk about me my you, single days? You, you had, had single me days and you had too. Some great days. We all have had single days. All <laughs> yeah, of us so have had what? single days. You had great single days. So did you? <laughs> sure, I did. <laughs> oh. oh, it's athletic training. Why wouldn't we t- not talk about our single days? I just what we got. Uh, it sounds like something. Some got a knee got injury. Hurt. A knee injury in the national championship. I game. hope it wasn't <laughs> the number one pick. Because isn't, isn't the number one pick always from Alabama? Or we should be. I don't know. Alabama got another like stud quarterback and three wide receivers that are going to be the best athletes in the entire league. Yeah, of course. Are we working on? Um, what do you got? Are we is are we going to talk about Sackgate or are we going to wait? Oh, we can talk. Why don't we make that our? Okay, so we'll, he, we'll do it. Would you rather? All right, we'll t- we'll that, turn it. Well, no, that? we'll just do both real quick. Okay, that's fine. So hopefully Dustin's on the live stream by then. Hopefully, if you are Dustin, just let us know you're on because we want to we want to give you all the credit in the Dustin, world for Dustin, one Dustin. hell of a AT Twitter week. Yeah, baby. So again, we're just kind of rambling here at the beginning of the show. Thank you, Healthy Roster. Anybody can. Thank tell. you, Brew Fitness. Um, we do have a, actually a really fun show. I think a, a really very interesting show with a lot of good talking points. Dustin is finally on. AT Twitter, thank you. Uh, Dustin is the one who put out this tweet, and we retweeted it, and it blew up. But all the credit goes to him. This whole Sockgate. There was Towelgate last year. This year it's Sockgate. 
Saki? Saki gate. Saki. Do you give your athletes Saki? Do you like your Saki warm or cold? I've only had Saki once. You've never had Saki. I have. It was on accident. Uh-oh. It was at the, uh, what is it called? What kind of place is it? Oh, like when you're sitting a there Benihana watching. or like a, yeah. where they're like, what is that kind um, of? Hibachi. I was at a Hibachi grill, right? And we're at the table my first time there. Everyone else had been there. The guy goes, hey, you want some Sprite? And I go, sure. And he takes out this spray bottle and he starts spraying a clear liquid in my mouth. And I was like, yeah, this guy's giving me some Sprite because he's doing it for everyone else. He's just spraying shit in everyone's mouth. And he literally goes, you want some Sprite? And I go, sure. And then as it's going in my mouth. As it's getting to the mouth. I see everyone around me slow motion go, no, No, Chad doesn't drink. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, so that's not Sprite. Okay, I get get the joke. But you got some in there. In or around my mouth. What did it taste like? You remember? Nothing. I I couldn't remember anything. No? I mean, you can't smell anything anyway. Yeah, COVID. Oh, God. All right. Should we should we move on with the show? Is there anything else we need to talk about? Like Dustin's finally on. Healthy rosters back. Dustin's Healthy rosters on. back. We'll we're talk about socks soon. Like we got a couple more like sponsorships that oh. come. They're coming down Look the it. path. Here we, we go. We keep chugga, telling chugga, you chugga, guys. Chugga, stay chugga, with chugga, us. Choo choo. We were this close to getting our first CEU. It just yeah. got shot down today. I had a nice conversation with a company who was going to give us some CEUs. And they said they can't, but there are a couple more in the works. Let's it's coming. So we're not gonna shame anybody because no. live listeners yep. and future listeners, um, if you know anybody that can provide CEUs and you got a connection and you think the Canada Athletic Training guys should work with those people, you know, let's hook let's hook it up. Let's let's do an intro email. Let's talk about how our listeners the thousands of listeners that we have want some CEUs. Let's pair up. Let's make sure that athletic trainers are getting CEUs on time by listening to us every week. And maybe we can get like five to ten CEUs for our, for our folks over the course of a year or two. I'm not going right? to lie, Kevin. I actually did a CEU this week. I did a CEU. Uh? A free CEU. On what? Uh, I'm not going to say the company name, but no, I did. not the company, but like what, what was it talking about? It was about, did that give away the company? Nutritional. It was <laughs> nutritional related. Okay. All right. Yes. It would have given, it would have definitely given it away. All right. Nutritional related. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So you're ahead of the game. So here's the thing. If we, you do one every other week for the next two years, you're fine. We want to reward our members by providing CEU opportunities. So we keep saying you're going to want to get a membership. That's why. Get a membership because if you get a membership, you're going to be rewarded with CEU opportunities Yeah. at some point. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's our hope. That's really, really our hope. Yeah. So move uh, on with the show. Yeah. Let's go back to the old graphics here, right? Oh, old graphics. Games three three you're at by the way, so That's so bad. Where should we start? What should we start with? Huh? Um, <laughs> I don't care. <clears throat> I'll let you decide where we start. Top five. Top because of the morning five. Generally, two, what I say. <clears throat> really? Okay. No, I mean, like usually we start with top five. Like whenever you ask me, it's 
Yeah. I bet nine times out of ten I've said Tom I have. Cut. I got to quick do the math. I mean, I have the tallies here, but oh, so you're Kevin, not, we asked. You're not prepared. This is going to be a, one of the best conversations we've ever had on this show. I shit you not. Really? Yeah. This is going to be a talking point, so lock in, If it's everyone. not, everybody's going to really disappoint. No, this is good. We asked 100 athletic trainers, name, or what is the m- most consistent? Nah, don't name. Name. We asked 100. I'm going to start over because <laughs> it's going to be a great it's be segment. The worst conversation we've ever had. <laughs> we asked 100 athletic trainers, what's the most consecutive days you've ever worked? Consecutive, in a row. Consecutive days. I think if you would have asked me this four years ago, I probably had it written down somewhere. Mm. I don't really recall. Um, me personally, I'm just going to give what my answer would have been if I took the survey, and I would venture to say I'm going to put it at 60, just shy of two full months. That's yours? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it at 60. Um, considering, like, going in on an off day, right? Like, going to do whatever it is, a little rehab for one person, even if you're only there for an hour. Um, I'm going to say 60 for myself. But what I guesstimate that people put down, numero uno, five. A lot of people just work in Monday to Friday. Number two, 62. Number three, 20. Number four, 41. Number five, 104. And that's what I got. Is there any reason why you went with 62 and 104? I'm just curious. I went with 62 because I I would have said 60. And I Somebody just, just I wanted just, to one-up you? Two-up yeah, you? Yeah, I literally just, <laughs> I just like upped it. And then 104 was just, it just randomly came <clears throat> to me. I wanted to pick something in the hundreds. And I figured, you know, if you worked more than three straight months, I mean, that's pretty, pretty wild. Pretty wild. Making fists with my toes. Fists with your toes. All right. You know that movie quote? No. Make fists with your toes. Bruce Lee? No. Close. Different Bruce. <laughs> Almighty? No. <laughs> Keep going. You bring us the answer. Bruce? Bruce? Our favorite Bruce? Oh, Willis? Yeah, it's Die Hard. Making Make fists, fists with, with your toes, he said. I don't remember that line. It's like, like the literally, when he's on the plane at the and when he's on the plane going to uh, California at the very beginning. The guy's like nervous, and he says, uh, "Just make fi- like fists in the carpet, whatever." Oh, and then he gets to the he gets to the Nagatami building, <laughs> and he actually does it, and he's like, "Oh, it kind of works." Right, I, Abby got it. You know what? I literally just watched it too. Yeah, so do we. I just watched I Heard Two as well. Oh, was that that was I didn't like two. I like two three. Is aver- two is very average. Yeah. Three is great. Three is good. Three is great. Okay. Not many movies can do that. Not many movies can have one is great, two is nah, and then three is great. That's a tough one, right? There. Scream. Scream? The horror movies? Interesting. I kinda, yeah. Which they have a new one coming out right now. Do they really? Yeah. We watched them all like uh, around Halloween. Yeah, in the theater right now, I believe. Really? Why would it come out now? I don't know. I, maybe dumb, because of COVID. What a dumb time yeah. to come out. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the answers. Yeah. Uh, for most consecutive days worked. We had a tie for fifth place, a two-way tie for fifth. 
30 yeah. and 15, 30 days in a row or 15 days in a row. And both okay. were said by four athletic trainers. All right. All right. We had a tie for fourth place. Sorry, that'd be a tie for third place. Tie for third. 13 days in a row, 21 days in a row. Okay. Okay. Second place, 10 people said 14 days in a row, two weeks straight. Okay. And in first place, 12 people said six days in a row. Okay. Now, I just looked, because when you said five, Monday through Friday, I thought it was a great answer. Not a single one out of our 100 athletic trainers said five really? days in a row is the longest. The longest. Now, I bet you that's We don't the, have any athletic trainers. No, we didn't ask what's the norm. Yeah, no, It's what's the longest. So, no. so what, maybe what's the normal amount of consecutive days, that would be the number one answer. We don't have a single listener, at least that responded to that survey, that their entire athletic training career has been spent working in a clinic. Every other day. One. I worked every other day. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. The most I've ever, well, not the most I've ever worked in a row since baseball, but my norm is four days in a row. Yeah. I mean, it's really tough. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. Burned out. Three-day weekends, guys. I, I haven't worked on Monday in a long time. All I do is a podcast on a Monday. Yeah. And pack up stuff. Do some dishes. So I'm not surprised by six. Because those are your, I've been in high school my entire career, athletic trainers, because yeah. you can't practice on, it's a, yeah, it's a, is. so six is the most you can work yep. Monday through Saturday. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me that this number one answer. Agreed. Kudos to the high school folks for understanding the priorities, at least giving you a day off. Yeah. Now, some people, I did, we, there were a couple of people that said, oh, I normally have Sundays off, but I picked up one and then yeah, they went to, right. then it goes to 13, which was, that's, that's what I which think. Which was, yeah. Everybody like ah probably two weeks I, ah maybe not two weeks in a row probably yeah. one day less yeah. ah maybe like one day less than a month. So you said yours is probably sixty. I'm sure, yeah, at least. I don't I don't want to like remember if it's longer, but I know for a That's fact. What she said. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I know for a fact it's more than forty. More than fifty. I actually, I do know, I do know for a fact that it's more than forty, because I remember one year, a lot of injuries, and uh, like all of us athletic trainers were looked at each other, kind of saying like, "What? Like, I don't think we have not had somebody in the athletic training room for like a month and a half." And then we looked back, and it was more than forty-five days. Yeah. And so that's where I'm guessing it's probably 60-something. Yeah, I have no idea what mine is. I will say in the minor leagues, um, my off days, for the most part, were off days. That's good. Um, at home. It's well, the, prof- it's the, the professionals, too. yeah. Yeah, I mean, but like, but it was always 20 days in a row. So I had 20 days in a row, off day, five days in a row, off day, 20 days in a row, off day, five days in a row, off day. Yeah. And so... That that little five-game series surrounded by off days was great, but there was usually travel involved with that. Um, and I'm, I'm not even thinking about, like, travel as, like, working. Um, I know. Travel day, off day. That's such a, yeah. And I'm, I'm sure there were, that was part of, you know, 
uh, 90 straight days of working, if you can include that, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what mine is. I, I what do could you tell you it it's probably... It's probably in the 40s or 50s. When you guys were traveling. So I would say this in when I was the problem with my the way my schedule schedule was set schedule. up schedule schedule was that my baseball off day didn't correlate yeah. to my second sport Correct. cross country. That was never their off day. Right. So I always had a day or at least one team to take care of. Right. Or at least with cross country, it was a half day. Now, I will say, because of Easter, being in the middle of the college baseball season, we would always have Easter off, except for one year, I think we played on Easter. Sure. I would just think that in I, there was a stretch in there where I worked 40 or 50, but most college baseball season, I would say between February and May, I was... I'd get four or five off days in those five or six months. It's four months. Four months, I'd probably get four or five days off. Yeah. So it probably comes out to about, you know, 28 days in a row. I'm sure. Day off, 28 days in a row. Some, oh, something around there. Somewhere 20, around 30. 28 days later. <clears throat> 28. More, more zombies everywhere. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, okay. New career. New, like, well, I should say new setting. For right. me, how you feeling about not working every day? Good. I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rephrase. The, I'm gonna rephrase the question. On Monday, is it harder to go to work than it was before? Um, that's a great, that's a great question. Yes, so much harder. Yeah, because you're just not in the – because you're fi- – and it's only because for the first time in my life I realized it's okay to not – as athletic trainers, we pound our chest saying how hard we work, which is not a bad thing to have pride in what you do. But then we, go, we, we have this mentality of hashtag no days off, and then we bitch about – our conditions. See, I think it's I'm, it's we're our own, we're our own worst enemy. Well, coaches are our worst enemy. We're our second biggest enemy. Third, third, athletes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so when I'm when I'm doing something, and I, I'm going to put it to this because so me and the misses are you know we're looking for houses, and today we decided. We're going to pack up everything that we know we're not going to use for like the next like six months. Yep. Right. And just to get like declutter the place and like, let's just, let's, let's get a move on of it. So it dawned on me and it dawns on me every time I'm moving stuff. If I take a break, I'm like very resistant to like start up again. It sucks to start up again. It's called inertia. And yeah, right. I remember working, you know, tens of whatever amounts of days in a row and not feeling anywhere near as tired or reluctant to go to work the next day as I do now, like 
I get the entire weekend off, three-day weekend, and tomorrow I have to go to work. And it's, it, it's kind of a long day, but it's a long effing day. And it's like, oh, God, like, I'm not going to get that much sleep and this and that and this. Oh, like, how? I feel myself getting, like, softer about it. Yeah. Right? It's great. And not, but not only that, I think it's making me very much realize I'm definitely somebody that I just need to keep this some some lower level of momentum going, <laughs> right? If I if I can keep just some level of like even like if I maybe even answer nah, no no not answer an email because that's that's the devil. But like maybe <laughs> like devil. maybe uh, okay. So yesterday I went to like one of the local baseball academies, and it was kind of nice. It was it was kind of nice to like go to the, go to the academy. Um, work with some kids, teach them a little bit about like how their body should be moving, how, like what should they be feeling and why do they have hip pain and this and that. But I was, I was only there for like an hour and a half, two hours, but it was almost like energizing. Sure. Instead of, Oh my God, I got to work again today. Right. It's, it's get to versus have to. And so I think, yes, there is part of that. That's the mentality. Right? I get to do this rather than yeah. I have to do this. But I think the other side of it is I think what hit what why I gravitated towards athletic training is because of a work style like that. Where if I do work every single day, I'm actually in like a good spot. Yep. Right? I agree. It's very interesting. And I I never would have like analyzed it until I had a lot of time off. And, like, I have total ownership of my schedule. It's priorities. You just realize there's more out there than work. All right. So we're going to wrap this up in just a second here. What's the highest? That's what I was going to okay. take a guess. What do you think the highest answer we got is? I just, that's what 365. I just Nobody, nope. <laughs> nope. Nobody's worked a year oh. straight, you losers. losers. Slackers. Right Nobody's right worked losers. one straight year. Um, I grabbed two. I think the, the highest number we have is a 180. Half so just about a half a year, one eighty. One eighty. We did have somebody that, that wrote one hundred and twenty-four and counting. So whenever this was survey was put out, they had an active streak. We don't know what that streak is at. Interesting. So. And counting. And counting. So, um, I just think it's a unique conversation about how we pride ourselves on how much we work, and we shouldn't a little bit. Um, let's, let's talk about the quality of our work rather than the quantity of our work. That's what we should be boasting about the quality. You're getting a little, you know, a little too like oh. informative, man. Informative. So, yeah. all right, let's change it up. Let's, let's switch it up. up. Where, where do you want to go now? Um, Saka? Uh, well, let's do our fat. Oh God. You got a list? All right. Mm-hmm. Damn it, every week somebody else is dying. Man. So we're going to do oh, Full yeah. House this week in honor of Mr. Bob, Bob Saget. The dirtiest comedian anybody's ever known. So when you think of him, do you think Full House first? Not anymore. I think America's Funniest Videos. So you like, oh, really? Yeah, I do. Oh, I just thought, that's a good oh, point. AFV. No, that would have been like third on my list. What's number one? Um, his stand-up? His, dirty, yeah, dirty like stand-up? His post- Post like full house deal, like he was, um, uh, uh, 
a guest star on a show or like um, maybe an extra in a movie and where he's just dirty as fuck because of how clean he was as Danny, right? Yeah. And so that now that's all I think about. Then I would think then I would think Full House, then probably actually I kind of forgot that he was America's Funniest Home Videos. Man. Mm-hmm. And we definitely I definitely used to watch that. Dang. But anyway, uh Danny Tanner, you know, R.I.P. Uh Bob Saget. I think I don't know. Hopefully nothing ever happens to Mr. Bob Saget that he gets canceled. Um, and if he does, you know, I don't believe it because he was clearly somebody that did everything he could to be the the cleanest actor in the entire world and the raunchiest comedian in the entire world. So I, I love that. Um, but it got me thinking, you know, Full House. We've never done Full House. No, we should. And I mean, it's, it's an great. iconic freaking show. So, all right, you got the um, list. Give me, give me. Yeah. Let's talk about. It. Let's go. Let's. Start. So we'll start with. You know, why don't we just start with Stephanie? We're not going to do Michelle. She's a freaking kid. You know, all she did, she just said, "You got it, dude." And so she can't be a good athletic trainer. Wouldn't be a terrible athletic trainer. You got just, it, dude. Just put her in a rehab setting. Yeah, you whatever. got it. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You got it, man. Um, Stephanie. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. You know, she was probably like, I don't know, 10 years old at the time. But she had some redeeming qualities to her. She was smart. She was very smart. Um, I don't know if she was the most compassionate. No. That was, was more not. Tanner. DJ. DJ, yeah. yeah. They're all Tanners. You're but, right, Sorry. Uh, yeah, DJ was a little more... God, it's been so long since <laughs> I've seen the show, and I'm, like, blanking. I mean, in reality, like, okay, Stephanie, she she's young. She uh, she was a little bit of a bookworm. Um, yeah, I, I guarantee she was probably... Fresh the, grad. She was, the, she was the straight-A student, fresh grad, um, trying to get her feet wet and everything. You know, she did a lot of the extracurricular activities. She did the dance. She did all the other stuff. Um, but I don't think she'd be a good... I'm sorry. She she might be a future good athletic trainer, but right now she's not the strongest athletic trainer out of the, out of those. Because she's just too young. She doesn't have she doesn't have the experience. Yeah. Right? DJ. DJ DJ DJ. Everybody's secret crush back then. Yep. Um DJ was a good blend. She she actually understood how people felt. Yeah. This is this is my this is my strongest quality of DJ. Her best friend was Kimmy. Tolerant. Tolerant. She She could she could put up with the athlete yes, all day. Absolutely. That's a good call. Somehow she like she her best friend was the most annoying person in the entire world, which is probably most Dealing of with athletes. athletes. Right? Yeah, you're right. So that's my redeeming quality for her. You can just let it everything go. Um, she was also pretty like. She was intuitive more than like book smart. Where yeah. Stephanie was like, "I need to know the exact answer." She's like, "Oh, yeah. we'll we'll get there. We'll figure it out." She was also. She seemed to have a really good relationship with her uncles. Mm-hmm. Not that Stephanie didn't, but like she had a little bit more mature relationship, and so I'm I'm thinking she could have been really good at dealing. With her administration or dealing with her front office, so forth. All right, strong. 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 Who's next? Well, why not Uncle Jesse? 
Uncle Jesse has to be next. John Stamos. John Stamos. John F. and Stamos. All right. Um, calm. He was the calm one. Pretty calm. He'd be good at wound care. He was it's the about El- it, Elvis impersonator. So, Although, um, he, okay, so he liked a little musician. bit of the stage. He was a, he was a musician. Which means he's good with his hands. Guy. Good with his hands, a little dexterity. A Very much a me guy. I mean, yeah. well, Lord I don't know. Mercy. I, mean, I don't know if you can call an uncle who moves in with his, you know, brother or whatever. They weren't all brothers. Oh, he, Jesse was the brother of the wife that died. I think I don't. Remember. Yes, I think Jesse was uh, brother-in-law to Danny. Um, anybody that does that's pretty. Eh, I mean, pretty good human, right? Living in the attic, re- redesign the attic in order to live up there, not only by himself, Resourceful. but then also with his future bride and some of his kids. Um, speaking of Becky, you know, Jesse probably could have gotten your kids. A really good deal on getting into colleges, because his wife apparently is really good at that. Um, <laughs> you want to get into college? Here you get go. Into college, I'll pay somebody. <laughs> um, musician, musician, musician. I mean, I just think a little vain, a little into his looks, a little bit into like. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's not dealing that. with the weather that the northern athletic trainers had to deal with. No, Maybe even the would. southern athletic oh, trainers. Man, he might complain about that a lot. Talk about a weird weather place, San Francisco. That's a weird weather place. Yeah, that's true. All right, Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey. Everybody loves Uncle Joey. Yeah, comedian. Comedian. Voices upon voices upon voices. I mean, it would be a fun athletic training room, but are you really getting better? I don't know. You know what I think is interesting about Joseph and Jesse is the, you know, their eventual... What did they start their own ad agency, right? They start doing jingles for like yeah, you, ads. Or you whatever. remember the show way really, more man. than I do. Um, they do something like they they start writing jingles for ads, and you know Jesse's the music, and oh uh, yeah, that's right. Joey. Joey's kind of like the the comedy. Like this is how we can the tagline. Yeah, the tagline, right? Yeah. Um, adaptable for the for the most part, right? I mean, stand up c- comedian that. Turn himself into a businessman, which I think is very, very admirable. So um, stand-up comedians have to think on their feet. I, I think it's one of do. the most brilliant professions. You, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of being able to come with shit on the fly, athletic trainers, comedians, servers. I don't think there's me- I don't think there's many people in the world that might understand the absolute getting shit on other than servers, maybe bartenders, like yeah. that kind of like service industry, yep. comedians, athletic trainers. I mean, that's a little group right there that you put them all in the same room and we're all having the same conversations yeah. just about different, like sit or uh, different settings but the very similar conversation. Kayla said you got to be able to read the room, and that's what comedians do. You do. And you also have to... Being able to understand what motivates your athletic train or your athlete when you're doing rehab or oh, yeah. injury or anything like that. The opposite, too. You got the one heckler. You got that one athlete. Yeah. You got to... Burn them. You got to put them in their spot. Okay. Um, okay. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I like so, I, Joey had more more to offer than I thought. Yeah, I don't know the, when nuts and bolts come down to it. I don't know if he's the top choice. You just start. But talking. if you have like a if you have a you always talk like Popeye. I think. Yeah, Popeye. I think if you cool. have a staff. I'd probably put him on my staff just for moral support. I think that's actually why they kept me at UWM for so long, not because I was any good, <laughs> but just because I kept everything lighthearted there. What do you think, John? Ox? John, well, why, Kelly. You keep, why'd you keep him around for so long? Aaron, anybody at UWM can verify that I wasn't any good at the job. I just made everyone else not hate their day as much. <laughs> All right, so Danny. We got Danny, man of the hour. So he had to... It's the cleanest athletic training room of all time. Okay, so right. what was his actual job? Ooh, what was his at? Oh, he was a uh, news. He was on the news. He was was he a weatherman? No, he was an anchor man. Anchor lady. Anchor lady. Anchor. <laughs> it's, it's anchor, not, it's anchor man. man. It's not anchor. Um, he was on the news though. He was on like he was the local. He was a local news guy. Fighting, screwing, and reading the news, and I've already done. <laughs> What's it gonna be? Right. He was just the host of a morning show. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so there's a little on-air personality. Um, Sportscaster. I thought he was just, yeah, I thought he was just the host of the, anyway. um, Yeah, host of a morning news show. Okay. We'll give him this. Oh, Nate's on. He can, he can, he just said, Chad, you're fake until you make it at UWM was the best ever. (laughs) He can vouch for me. I worked with Nate for a year. <laughs> so, or maybe two. I don't remember how long it was. Uh, clean. Clean, 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 clean. Yeah. I don't think he was necessarily afraid of blood or anything, right? No. So, I, obviously, I he, had, he, had, freak. he had the girls. He had to be able to... When you have oof, that many kids, you have to be able to multitask. Trace girls. Oh, man. You really got to... Are, I mean, are, are you hoping for a girl? You're hoping for a dude. Well, I know what I your mean, wife wants. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's part of me, I think, um, I would like to have the boy so that, like, at least, to be very honest, like, the na- like my name can keep going. Like, um, I selfishly would like to have a son at some point, so I might as well get it over with first. But <laughs> I would prefer to have one of each. Um, at the same time... I don't care, and that's why we're going to get surprised. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to know from Surprise. the standpoint, of like, hey, whatever, you got, you got junk down there, or you don't got junk down there. Who knows? Um, okay, so he's an early morning news person, so he's he's not afraid of Waking lack of sleep. Early, yeah, he's not he's not afraid of lack of sleep whatsoever. He's clearly adaptable. He's also pretty good at asking for help. It seems like, yeah. I think. I mean, he had. He was like the the definition of bend but don't break, in terms ooh, of good call. Like, all right, you can push me a little bit, but if you go too far, I'll hammer down. He had a lot of life lessons, a lot of life lessons. What you doing over there, Cyclops? Adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the worst. Cyclops. He's, I, oh, every God. time I watch X Men, I just get mad that Cyclops ended up with Jean Grey. I don't understand it. The guy is a. I like it, for the most part. Ah. The good, the good guy got the girl. People right? on the audio form are like, "What kind the, of transition?" The you good guy got the girl. Um, man, I think Danny. 
Danny right. was my least favorite going into this, but he's he climbed up some ladders too. He was your least favorite going in? I, I just... Being like the neat freak. The, the first thing I thought about was just neat freak, neat freak, neat freak. That was our former boss, John Axelwald. Yeah, even to oh. even more extent. I don't know. It's tough as an athletic trainer because things are going to get messy as an athletic trainer. No matter what. The athletic training room is going to get messy. And if I start diverting all my attention to the mess and not the athlete, it's tough. It was Danny had a hard time waiting to clear up the mess. But at the same time, that guy not only could give life lessons to a two-year-old or three-year-old, but also his brother-in-law, who was maybe a couple years younger than him. It was his house. He brought people into his house, right? It's my house now. I'd have kept it now. It's like Absolutely. a metaphor. The house is the athletic training room. You know what's interesting? You all are welcome. You said it before. I think, I think actually the full house crew would just be a really good athletic training staff. If you're Except, on the live stream, pick one. Who's the best? Yeah, live streamers. Uh, pick one. Pick one. Who are you pick going one, with? Pick one. Honestly, I... Oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna go DJ. I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I can. You don't have to. Who mm. are you gonna go with? You're gonna go with an adult? Adult? Um shit, maybe I will go with DJ. Um damn. <laughs> That's way tougher than I thought. We got, we got Danny's. We got Joey's. I, I'll go Danny. Danny DJ duo. Danny DJ duo. Danny DJ duo. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna go Danny. Yeah, I just. I, I'm Danny wouldn't be bad. Yeah. I think his worst quality is that he is on the news. <laughs> That's his worst quality. All right. We're moving on. Moving on. We got FMK, friend or foe. Which one do you want to do? Uh, friend or foe. Friend or foe tonight. Actually, no, FMK. Well, I already... No, friend or foe. Friend or foe. <laughs> friend Sorry. or foe. Friend. Um, this one is courtesy of... Our boy. Are, which one are we doing? Are we doing the one... I thought we were going to... Oh, we're going to... Yeah. We're going to do uh, two. One of our other boys. One of the boot. Yeah, so yeah. at work, um, one of my, my co-worker, Will, who got me the new position, he actually wanted us to do um, boot, a talk about boots. Boots? Immobilize, immobilizing. Oh, not with fur. With the fur, the boots, with the fur. Um, friend or foe, putting people in a boot. Immobilize my shit. That's not the real quote. <laughs> Um, okay, a boot. Oh, um, we got noises going on. Boots, 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 boots. Uh, puss in boots. Um, I actually struggle with this one a little bit because it's, it is a friend ultimately when the only thing that's going to help is you need to stop. You need to stop everything. But the other, 
I'm going to say 95% of the time that somebody gets put in a boot because they have a sprained ankle or they have, you know, Achilles tendonitis or tendinosis, tendinosis, mm-hmm. um, or plantar fasciitis. Um, it's wrong. It's completely like completely a foe. So I am, I'm going to, I'm going to go that route. And it's that it's totally a foe because I think, unfortunately, in your setting, I bet it gets used all the time. I get I I bet there is a oh it hurts when you move something, stop moving it, let's boot it up, and I hope it's changing, but at the same time I I don't think it is. Um, I see more people that get prescribed to be put in a boot that what they really need is just direct attention to how they should move and freeing up tissue and not tightening up tissue. So I'm going to go faux. I'm for sure going faux. I agree with you 100%. I've put more boots on people in the last two weeks than I had in 15 years at UW-Milwaukee. Yeah. It's so, inc- it's incredible. I guess I feel like if you're, if you're pricing something, if you're really going to price something, just put them in crutches. Yeah. Just take the weight off. Allow them to move it, if possible. I mean, there's there's an exception. I think there there's always exceptions, and I think there's certain settings also that call for it. Yeah. Right. I think when you're talking about um really young athletes, more often than not, we're we're dealing with something that is a growth issue, right? Somebody grew too fast, or they're they're developing faster than they are growing or vice versa. And then growth plate stuff too. I think you have to be very conscious of, um, but man, that, that, that middle, uh, just one of the comments on the live stream. Sorry. Yeah. No problem. (laughs) Um, do we need to bring it up? Well, yeah. Hayden, Hayden just said, I had an athlete that went to the doctor for calf cramps and was put in a boot. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Oh, Chad just swore. Um, no, that should never happen. And that, and that's where I think it's a foe is that some some settings, athletic training settings included, have gone way off the deep end of if it hurts, don't use it, right? And what we're going to do is we're going to do the standard seven to 14 days of no movement. And then we're going to rehab after that. Instead of thinking, what if we, like, what if we use the movement to heal the tissue? What if we used motion is lotion? Yeah. I mean, totally. And it, it moves the ocean. And I think Jessica Simpson, holy cow. Where'd that come from? (laughs) Um, Kevin what? said these boots are made for walking, and oh. it just made me think of the Dukes of Hazard movie <laughs> Hazzard, and yeah. Jessica Simpson as Daisy Duke. <clears throat> Those are my single days. 
Oh yeah, that was. Um, and also, like, I don't what. It, what is she, is she anywhere anymore? Does she still act? I don't know. She's still singing. What is she doing anymore? Anyway, um, I it's definitely a foe. I boots are a boots are a foe. Not to mention that they're just messing up your gait and your hip level and all yeah. this stuff. It's just yeah. I feel like there's other ways of doing things. Their job security for me, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Anybody that any any of my patients that like have had something lower extremity, ankle, foot, like they're in a boot, and I'm like, all right, well. We got a lot of work to do. <laughs> so this is a, what normally would have taken maybe four weeks. This might take like eight. Yeah. So let's do this. What do you think? All right. We're going to do our FMK. Do you want or FMK? do you want to do Sackgate? Let's, sack sack, let's talk Sackgate. Let's talk here. Friend or foe. Would, would you rather friend or foe? Whatever it is. One, so Dustin, if you're, are you still on? I know you brought this up on Twitter. This was, this was incredible how much this blew up on. A close vote. What? Friend or foe? Yeah. So the whole sock on the toes thing when taping really was such a good conversation starter. Um, and he had just, he basically just said, look, when did this become a thing? Is it okay for your athlete to leave their socks on their feet while you're trying to tape around it? It's interesting. Because there's not a right or wrong. It basically became a it became a conversation starter for <clears throat> do you have athletes that make other athletes feel bad about themselves? That's where it went. What? Should you allow your athlete to keep the sock on their feet because somebody else is going to make fun of or they're self-conscious about their, how their toes look? That's what it, that's what it led to? That was a. You guys can, you guys can verify right. it on the live stream. Dustin, you're on there. It became a. Should you should you allow your athlete to keep the socks on because they're self conscious? People make fun of them. They feel bad about it. Um, How would you feel? Okay. Boundaries, as right. Abby just said. There's so many boundaries. What should? I I live in I live in a different world. Okay. <laughs> I live. I live in a world that I worked in professional with professional athletics, and then now I'm like very, very private, like one-on-one sessions, blah blah blah. So I haven't been in a collegiate high school or like middle school athletic training room in a long time. But if I was in a collegiate setting and somebody didn't have their sock, they they didn't take their sock all the way off. And after, you know, a couple times taping them, I could tell it's because they're just kind of self-conscious or they think somebody else is going to make fun of their toes and somebody else does. I'd be like, take your socks off right now. Let me see those ugly feet. And now here's the thing. In my world, that would have worked. I don't know if that would have worked in every other world. But, like, you have the audacity to make make fun of somebody else's feet Let's see him. Like, bring him out. Because if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. And first and foremost, feet are feet. And some people don't have great-looking feet. It's totally fine. I don't like my feet. Rate your feet. I was just going to say. Like, I legitimately, I, I do not like my feet. But you ask my wife, and she's like, I think you have great-looking feet. Right? But she's also my wife. 
But like, I used to be really self-conscious when I was really young because I used to get ingrown toenails all the time. And so I always had like red and like they were always infected and like they just sucked, right? And so I was really self-conscious of my toes. And so I probably would have been one of those kids when I was young. Now, I think as athletic trainers, we empower the idea that like, listen, feet are freaking feet. Like, did you stand in line to like to see what your feet look like? Now, if you have some janky ass feet because you're not very hygienic, maybe we just have a conversation. But I would challenge everybody, and I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but in my world it definitely is, show me your feet. Let's see them. And I have a lot of patients now that are like, oh, like, you know, I'm really sorry, like, my feet are sweaty. And I'm like, listen, I've worked in athletics my entire career. I know. Like, it's fine. Like, oh, I think my feet stink a little bit. Trust me, they don't. Right? Or like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't get a pedicure today, so my feet don't look great. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's go. Let's stop being so vain about feet. I agree. It's a... I, there's a hypersensitivity to it. And I guess if that's what is important these days, I don't know. Well, okay. Now, from an athletic training working standpoint, that athlete keeping their sock on their toes, foe. Total foe. It's just getting in the way, right? No matter what, it's it's not helping. Way. There's there's no way that that sock being there is going to help you. No matter what, zero percent chance exactly. it's going to increase the efficacy. Number one, not it's not. Can we do? Can any, we get some research on that? Yeah, it's not blocking any scent. If you got stinky ass feet, I don't care what your toes look like. If your toes do look really bad, we need like I mean you you need to clean those things. And as your athletic trainer, I need—I mean, like, hey, you got a little athlete's foot going on here. Here's a cream. Here, this is how you should do this. Hey, maybe we should put a little powder in your shoes to keep a little more dry. Blah, 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 blah. That is a conversation that needs to happen as an athletic trainer to the athlete. So definitely faux. Now, I didn't realize that that conversation went to, like, the insecurities slash, like, mm-hmm. other athletes freaking making fun of you for your feet? Yeah. Hell no. If you're going to make fun of somebody for something, you better be very so, comfortable with people making so fun of you. So then do you understand why the athletes keep their toes on? What happens if it's just no, because you keep understand. What happens if it's because you keep your athletic training room at, at too cold of a temperature and their feet get cold? Tape faster. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah, warm toes all space time. Heaters. Space heaters. As I get older my feet get frozen. More often. My hands and feet just feel like ice. I mean, you've always been a little bit of a poor circulation kind of human, right? Uh, Hands and feet a little cold? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but I've so. never been like one to be like, oh, my God. I mean, I, I, I oh. guess, uh, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Always had socks on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anywho, uh, do we have an FMK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have an FMK. Yeah, we're going to quick FMK. This was yours. Or no, this was somebody from our live stream. I think it was Dylan. Dylan wants to FMK working the college, a college national championship, working the Super Bowl, or working the Olympics. So the biggest or the number three 
two and one watch things of 2022? I'm going to be honest. I have to kill the college national championship. Does anyone care? I I don't. I can't remember the last national championship game that I've watched in any sport. Actually, I think I can. Well, I mean, in college? College national championship? College national championship game. Any college? I haven't watched the last several men's basketball. I haven't watched any football championships, mostly because we podcast on Monday nights. And they always fall on a Monday night. Always on Monday nights. So it's been at least three years. Um, I don't watch any of the others. I might have. I might have watched one of uh, the College World Series games from a couple years ago, but that's not a national. I mean, it's part of a national championship. Who won the national championship last year? <clears throat> Mississippi State, Austin. Oh yeah, they did. That they did. Um, so I'm. I'm going to kill. I'm going to okay. kill the national championships. I think I have to marry the Olympics. Okay. Um, because that shit will stay with you forever. I guess the Super Bowl would too. <laughs> yeah. Whatever but, Whatever happens in Vegas happens. But I just think there's actually... Uh, I would feel like I reached a different level covering an Olympics. Um. Okay. So I feel your, like I feel effing? like if I was on a, a team that went to a, a Super Bowl, I was along for the ride. I did my part, but I feel like if I was allowed to work at an Olympics, that means I earned that. Not that you don't earn a national like a Super Bowl. I'm sure Rick Burkholder and all you know all these pros, you earn that too. I guess I just feel like. You're there and your team wins. But if you choose to work for an Olympics, you get selected. There's a small, I think, difference to it. Oh, there's a big difference. So go ahead. Number one, money. Pros, 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 pros. I mean, number one, you don't get paid to work the Olympics. Yeah. That's like a, they, they treat it as a, at least the last I heard, they treat it as like just this kind of resume builder, almost like we we picked you, we're not going to pay you anything. And, man, I, what this is what I struggle with. So is marriage. It's volunteer. Olympics of volunteer, so is marriage. You volunteer <laughs> for that shit, you sign up. I got paid. <laughs> Might cost you half of everything. <laughs> um, here's my story. I'm going to kill... Nat- college national championship too I, I really am I think what I've learned from you is it, it'd be really cool but it's um, prolonging something that isn't getting you much like on, honestly other than more work days and it, it's really sad to say because w- most of us think the purest of pure sports is should be college also the amateur ranks of the Olympics. My, I think, so I'm going to kill it. Um, and also college football, I have... So you're just in it every, for the money. Everybody, everybody that, like... <laughs> we've talked about this. Like, neither of us want to work football, right? Like, 
Like I have, I have no interest. I even said this to my wife yesterday. We were watching one of the NFL games, and I think if there were eight plays run, the athletic trainers were running out there on six of them, and I was just kind of like, that's one of the reasons. That's one of the reasons why I wouldn't want to be an athletic trainer in football. It's it's nonstop that. And no offense to everybody that's in football. I, I commend you. If you love your job, keep doing it. It's just not for me. It's really not for me. Turn that tide to the Olympics. Roll tide. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you, just, you just made somebody shiver. Um, well, you just said tide, so I just... It, if the Olympics, I've always wanted to work the Olympics. I would work the Olympics for free any day of the week any weeks of the month, any year. Um, I love the Olympics. I love the Summer Olympics a little bit more than the Winter Olympics, but I even found myself watching Olympic speed skating. Now, fact is, Olympic trials are here in Milwaukee at the Pettit National Ice Center. But Fun fact. We were legitimate. Like, we, we watched, me and my wife watched speed skating for like three hours. I love it. I love athletes at the top of their game of the non-traditional sports. I do too. It's so amazing. I think they're amazing humans. I think they have dedicated so much of their life to doing this this one little thing, right? Man, it's amazing. Now, but like a Super Bowl. This is where I this is where I, I lean towards the Super Bowl of marriage is that that is a that's like a a lifelong, a year-long, like, just battle, right? Ultimately getting to this one game of, like, and I've been through it thick and thin every single day of this year, and now we're in that one moment. The Olympics, I'm I'm jumping in to the marriage, right? And so that's where I almost have Pre-nup. to, like... I, I kind of have to <laughs> F it because it would just be this like, I mean, it'd be a weekend fling where I think the Super Bowl is the, it's the, it's the end result of this very arduous, just like, oh my God, every day arguments and hard work and compromise and this comes to this one day, this one game that ultimately if I win... <clears throat> I also get a ring and probably a nice bonus check. Yeah, that's where I thought you were originally going is it actually makes the most sense with the professional sports to be rewarded as the athletic trainer for the more work that you have to do and accomplish. But I'm like, only you're I'm putting only marrying in extra, it. Yeah, I, I I'm get marrying it. it from like the logistics that yeah. I think the Super Bowl is like a marriage. Yeah. Where the Olympics is more like, God, I really would like to <laughs> I'd like to work that one day. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's, a, it's good. Okay. I think that's all of our think? weekly topics. So we have just enough time Jesus to Christ. hit a feature topic. <laughs> it's fine. They just want more candid athletic I'm, training. I'm they not want us lie. to go all night They're gonna They're going to have to put this on like 1.5 speed, long. maybe 2, two speed, because we've been talking a lot. Yeah, this is a long, this is a long episode for us. It's good. Oh, All right, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk about evals, evaluations. Um, 
it's been a big part of my new position. That's all I do is I take patients into the room. I try and <laughs> get to the nuts and bolts of what they're looking for and provide that information to the provider so that the provider can go into the room. Uh, that's what a physician extender does. Uh, and it, it just, as we were talking about sake and all these things, part of this show is sake. 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 Um, sake it, everybody. Part of what makes this show so much fun is that we talk and we always hear about how relatable we are. And we, we used to talk about all these like things that everybody had to do. And I was like, well, what's something that we all have to do, regardless of setting? We all have to do an injury evaluation. Bet your ass. So what... What makes a good one? And I just wanted to have some fun with it. And what we put out there, if you could ask one question and one question only, what would that question be? And can it be too long? That was the next question. It's like, can you take too long? Is taking a history, is that a skill that can be cleaned up? How do we do it? What says you? I'll tell you what. I do take too long. I know that. Um, I'm always running late. I'm I'm constantly behind because I'm always asking more questions. I need to get people on a table and start moving them around and ask them more questions as I'm moving them around. That's my goal. That's my goal. So that's a great that's a great place to start is do you straight talk and then do your hands-on skills or can you do both at the same time? This is what I think. I think you can ask that one really important question and then just get them on the table, start poking and prodding, and you're th- doing three things at once. You're taking measurements with your head. You're taking measurements with your freaking hands. And then you're also asking another question, and you're saving what they talked about. I remember the students after us, when yeah. they came through and I was their clinical instructor, that they had learned things like they were not. They were supposed to do things in a different order than I would do. And I don't remember if it was active range of motion and then palpate, like they were doing their palpation at the end and doing the other, like I, I was like, uh, I'll, I'll palpate first and then all I'll right. do the range of motion and all this stuff. And it was just like it done in a weird order. And I was like, wait, doesn't everybody learn a history the same way? These are the things that, these are the conversations that this show should be having. Shouldn't well, it be I a mean, standardized if you, thing? If it, if it is going to be standardized, it should be right history, and then you get them on the table and you 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 poke around and you say where does it hurt, and then you start moving around and what makes it hurt, and then you ask them to do things actively and tell me how it hurts when you do this. What are the motions, or even vice versa? I guess you could do active versus before passive, and then you start doing special tests to like hone in on it. Because you've already probably done some manual muscle testing before you do special tests. And then you should have an assessment. Now, I think my brain doesn't work that way. So Dylan says it's history, palpating, range of motion, strength, special tests. Yeah, that's that's the classic thing that most people have said or most people have learned. That's not what I was getting from some of my students several years ago. I was like, this is so different. But I think I think history... You don't have to do all of that in a linear fashion. So I think throughout the eval, you bounce back to history stuff. This is what I tell every one of my patients. Hey, tell me what's going on. 
you know, give me, give me the gist. I want, like, I read, I read what you gave me in the email or like what you put in your notes, but give me, give me it straight from your mouth of like, what hurts? When does it hurt? How long has it been going on? And then they do that. Some people keep talking, 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 and I have to cut them off. And I say, you know what? Why don't you come over here? Why don't we get you on the table? And sure enough, I mean, I'm talking 30 to 40 minutes throughout my treatment. They're like, oh, yeah. And then this. I kept thinking, you kept telling me, like, what other injuries have I had? And when I first asked that question, they said none. But then 30 minutes later, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I broke my, you know, my my wrist two years ago. And that's weird. Like, and now my shoulder hurts. And then you, you feel like you just wasted 30 minutes. Yeah. So, like, my my point being, it's not a linear evaluation. It is a, you're going to have to bounce back and forth because we're humans. And when we only focus on the history or we only focus on the range of motion or we only focus on the manual muscle testing or the special test, we lock in to only one thing. When it's really... The whole picture is what the injury is, right? So, a lot of people. So, what's the sweet spot on, yeah. on the time? Oh, sweet spot on a time, a couple minutes, two minutes, two. Yeah, two minutes. Two Ooh, minutes. That's a fast history. Yeah, fuck it, history, man. Because <laughs> this is the thing: the history is going to take. The history is going to happen. The entire eval. Okay. Would you rather somebody give you too little information or too much information? Too little. I agree. I would much rather be like <laughs> having to beg them for information than I hate. Like I had a person today that went back four years of history, and I was true. like, I yeah. don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care that your other side was hurting. And then you, like, I, I'm sorry. Tell me about what's going on right now. I shouldn't say I didn't care, but I didn't need, I didn't need all of it. I say, I say too little, but I, I think I mean too much. You'd rather have too much. But not in this like no. I, I don't want somebody to give me the dissertation for thirty minutes before I get to touch him. See, that's the thing is like I want, I want you to give me everything you want to give me, but you better be able to multitask in like relax your freaking hip as I'm looking at it, and talk to me about what's going on. Like, like I don't care if you tell me that when you were twelve and you're now thirty two that you my hip hurt after I played a game of soccer, but it went away in three days and I really didn't think it would mean anything, but maybe that would mean something, blah, 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 blah. Like you can tell me that, but tell me that as we're going along, I don't need an hour and a half like subjective history before I get to touch you. So I, that's where I'm saying history, two minutes, let's get to the dirty and let's start touching each other. And let's go. And then when you remember stuff, let me know. But I don't mind you telling me everything. I, re I really don't. I don't need it is probably where my, like, where I'm saying, t like, give me too little is because I probably don't need it. Yeah. Because we're all really good at, if you give me a couple key words, I probably know what's going on. And then I can confirm it with maybe one to four things. I, I think if you give me more than 15 seconds worth of history, I'm I'm tuning out 
until yeah. I start touching you. And then when I start touching you, I'll be like, oh, how long has this been going on? Oh, yeah, you said six months. All right. So I need like, I almost need like a connection, like a physical to uh-huh. auditory connection. Sure. I don't know why. It's just weird to me. Makes sense. Like if I'm just sitting there and listening and listening and listening, I'm like, all right, I just want to, I just want to watch you move or I want to watch, yeah. I want to see, I want to see how you, how high you can flex your shoulder and how much external rotation you have. I don't care. I think. It's so, uh, so here, here's what's interesting and especially in your setting, somebody comes in, they're a 58 year old um, woman and they're like, my shoulder hurts and I can't move it anymore. And you're like, well, you probably have sho- frozen shoulder. And then what's what's interesting is if they give you one to two key things in their history, you already have the diagnosis of what is happening. And so I don't care what's happening. What I care is why is it happening. So right. he, here's here's a fun fact, mm. and I don't know if it's just my current position or if this is all hospitals, whatever. There's almost like this, you because you fill in your online questionnaire before you come in, and most of the coworkers that I work with will have already guessed what you already have going on before they even talk to you. Absolutely. Oh, we have a 35-year-old female patient with knee, or like we have a 65-year-old female patient with knee pain. Okay, she's got arthritis. And it doesn't matter what they tell us. We've already made up the mind, totally. which is not a great place to be. Hell no. In a, To be honest. That's why my clinic <clears throat> exists, Chad. <laughs> to look further. So sometimes I think it's good. Sometimes I think it's bad. There's pros and cons to everything. Absolutely. I don't Sometimes know. I look too far. Sometimes <laughs> it takes you too long to get to where that you could have been right well, at the beginning. Oh, you have arthritis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it does take too long. Oh, you should have been in a boot. Ah, shit. <laughs> Did I? Oh, yeah. Huh? So I, I don't know. I just think there's, there's some conversations there in terms of, I do. I think we take way too long with histories. I think we teach our. Do you? Yeah. I think we teach our athletic training students way too much of like. Oh, that's another good point. Way like you need you need to ask these thirty seven different questions. Well, how about this? It's also you're trying to whittle away until you get one thing. How often does somebody have one thing versus how often is you know I got five things going on, but this is the major one. But when we're doing a clinical role play scenario, it's like you have to get this one diagnosis out of 15. You, what's your diff- And I would just be like, all right, let's stop right there. What's your differential diagnosis if I was going doing a mock scenario? All right, if you can tell me four or five things that you think are going on right now, then I think you're doing a great job. And, and you might not be able to go from five to just one. And then that's when you say, hey, you know what? We're going to send you to the doctor and just rule out these things. <laughs> And I'm okay with that as a clinical instructor. How many times have me and you had this conversation of like... Just one thing. Okay. So your athlete sits down. They sit on the table. My shoulder hurts. Okay. Where does it hurt? They point to it. And then you start like asking, okay, give me, give me when it hurts. 
What are like, like, how does it hurt? And after that, you already have in your head, like, I think this might be labrum, but maybe I'm going to do like rule out like a little rotator cuff. And then maybe it's like bicep tendonitis or whatever it is. And then by the end of the, that whole hour, you say you spend with this athlete and you're like, yep. You know what this is? I think they have bicep tendonitis. And what do we do? We're going to decrease whatever, like, makes pain. We're going to restore that range of motion. We're going to increase the strength and increase the movement pattern. And it doesn't matter what that goddamn injury was. It's probably all the same shit. So many do, times I've right? said that. So many so, times. That's a great point, Kevin. Yeah. And, I, and I, I talk to all of my young athletic trainers or people that, like, are – getting into the profession of taking care of humans that I remember sitting in an athletic training room down in the minor leagues. And I had like five rehabs going on and they were all different injuries. One was an ankle. One was an elbow. One was a shoulder. One was a back. One was a whatever their tongue hurt. And I would write their rehab down on a whiteboard and every single one of that uh, every single one of those injuries started with diaphragmatic breathing was doing like <laughs> legitimately like breathing work, postural stuff, thoracic mobility, hip mobility, core stability, and then something tiny bit to like what was going on with them. Okay. So your ankle is what's bothering you. So we're going to do these ankle, um, at this point, range of motion exercises. But this person, their elbow was bothering them. So, you know, we're going to do these shoulder stability exercises. It was mind-blowing to me that I was actually having everybody do roughly the exact same kind of stuff for all these different injuries. It's it's incredible. And so, therefore, it's a great I, point. who the F cares if I can get down to... You have... Is it your supraspinatus or your infraspinatus? <laughs> exactly. doesn't matter. So who who gives a shit? Who gives a shit if you have arthritis? Right. Don't you have even arthritis? learn the anatomy. <laughs> learn what the movement patterns are. Who cares if you have arthritis, a meniscus tear, patellofemoral, patellofemoral like, whatever, tracking issues. Restore function. Just restore function. And how do you do that? And but, so, therefore... But we've been so let's conditioned... Let's just get to it. Let's get to it. Stop. Like, once the, once they say two words, my knee, okay, I know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, we're so, okay, this is, yeah. We're so conditioned that the history has to validate the anatomy. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, I think you I think you actually have a calf strain. Well, what is, is it your gastroc or is what, it your what soleus? What if they have Achilles tendonitis? Yeah. Who, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> Man, where I treat? Right. No, we're gonna have to write this down. This is gonna have to become something. Another discussion because it's uh, so CEU. true. Um, yeah, totally. We're gonna have a. Maybe we should just have a a one off rant on this. Anyways, kiss. We could go on kiss, forever. Kiss, 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 kiss. Keep it simple. <sighs> I don't know. The live streamers are all talking Ooh, about man. different languages they speak. It's incredible. Yeah, whatever. Good so, for them. I love it. You know what? I let's, see IKEA. If somebody speaks speaks the Swedish, yeah, I'd love to hear it. Anyway, I don't know. Um, I think that's a fun discussion, and we probably could have about three more of them on history. So totally, but it was way too educational for a lot of people. So yeah. I think um, time to wrap up the show. CanadaAthleticTraining.com. Thank you, Healthy Roster, for re-upping. You are the 
number one and greatest sponsor of all time. Uh, we love you guys, everybody over at Healthy Roster. If you have any questions about your EMR and you want to get a better EMR, go to HealthyRoster.com and check it out. Talk to everybody over there. Number one, they have athletic trainers that work for them. They know what athletic trainers need, and they will work with you to make your EMR better. They are so awesome. We cannot say it enough. Um, Group Fitness, thank you for allowing us to sit here and honestly talk a lot of stupid stuff underneath your lights um, and keep our podcast going. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah, there are lights. Uh, reminder, go over to the website, uh, CanadaAthleticTraining.com. I know that it's not CEU time, but Chad just got got one CEU done. You can go over there. You can get some Master Dry Needle. You can get some uh, $75 off Master Dry Needle. You can still go to MedBridge and start that account. You can get a bunch of money off so that you can actually this year and these next two years be ahead of schedule so you're not doing all 50 in the last three weeks, maybe like somebody did on this podcast. Me. Um, right? <laughs> Also, you can hit a link over there. You can see what my clinic's like. You can see what we do, structural elements. Um, it's a different world. It's cash-based practice. I love it. Honestly, I make. I talk about how I work four days a week, and I have th- a three-day weekend. It's a different world, and there's different challenges, but they're very exciting challenges for me. I loved every moment of being an athletic trainer in the traditional setting, but I also have embraced and loved every moment of owning my own business and being an athletic trainer for everybody else and not just athletes. Um, that is all I have. Do you have anything else? No. All right. I let you run the, you the outro try. so good. <laughs> You've got it down to a sweet, sweet science. Every time I try, I just fuck it up. So, (laughs) (laughs) Way to fuck it up, Chad. I hope you all come back next week. Bring somebody with you. Join the live stream. Keep sharing the podcast. We appreciate it. Love you. Bye. Bye.